Before you start to judge me, step into my shoes and walk the life I'm living. And if you get as far as I am, just maybe you will see how strong I really am. Hello and welcome to episode 163 of Under Under the Call of MS, an MS Deep Dives episode. It's all about MS today, boys and girls. Uh, March was MS Awareness Month. I didn't get people to express it like I wanted to. I mentioned the thing, issues with the news and stuff, which I am very surprised. All the news stations, i never seen anything at all. So apparently we're not important enough to give two shits about, to even give us a shout out and say, hey, it's MS Awareness Month. You know someone with MS? Let me know, know if whether or not you care, if you want to learn anything from them or anything like that. But nope, just blow us off. Once they, the medical companies can't make their millions off all our prescriptions and stuff, then we'll probably start to hear more about MS. But individuals with MS are at a higher risk for certain mental health conditions including depression, anxiety, and suicidal thoughts. Less frequently, they may also experience mood swings, personality changes, or uncontrollable laughing and crying. The events of the last year have worsened the mental health for many people with MS and many other people throughout the world with other issues. It has not been easy being locked up, cooped up, driving, changing all these rules and regulations and getting used to it. But it's just a bunch of stuff that I, some things I highlighted of some information that I got about MS Awareness Month and stuff that I'm going over. Uh, the brain is an organ of the body, and as such, Mental illness frequently has a physical basis. A person whose brain does not produce the proper neurochemicals not control their mood. It isn't a weakness of character, and no amount of willpower will change it. It's simply simply biological, and yeah, there's nothing that's going to change it. It's like when I burst into a laughing or crying fit, I can't stop it. You try and stop it. You can. People are looking at you like, what the hell's wrong with you? And say, it's not me, man. It's my body. (laughs) Back off, prick. (laughs) Depression, anxiety, and other mood changes are recognized symptoms of MS. Physical illness causing mental symptoms is basically what MS is. Mental illness is not weakness, whether it results from MS or not. It's not a character failing or a cause for shame. Depression is one of the most widely reported symptoms of MS. Depression in MS is significantly at a higher rate than that of other chronic diseases. Because the prevalence of depression in people with MS tends to be higher than in other chronic conditions, it appears depression may be in part linked to the neuroinflammatory or neurodegenerative process. 
there may be no clearly identifiable cause or event that triggers the onset of symptoms which may appear without warning. Fatigue and depression are common MS symptoms. Separately, fatigue or depression can be disabling. When they occur together, their effects may be amplified. And it is not uncommon for one symptom to lead to the other. Research suggests treating depression in people with MS results in improvements in fatigue and vice versa. In many cases, it is possible to treat fatigue and depression at the same time. Some symptoms of depression are feelings of sadness, cheerfulness, emptiness, hopeful, hope, hopelessness, angry outburst, irritability, or frustration, even over small matters, such as movies like Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I know I whine a lot, but damn it, we deserve better. It's the 21st century. Loss of interest or pleasure in most or all pleasurable activities, such as sex, hobbies, or sports. Sleep disturbances, including insomnia or sleeping too much. This is where they, they usually push the CPAPs with you. Tiredness and lack of energy, so even small tasks take extra effort. Reduced appetite and weight loss, or increased cravings for food and weight gain, anxiety, agitation, or restlessness, slowed thinking, speaking, or body movements, feelings of worthlessness or guilt, fixating on past failures or self-blame, trouble thinking, concentrating, making decisions, and remembering things, frequent or recurrent thoughts of death, suicidal thoughts, suicide attempts, or suicide. It's depression's a nasty thing, so don't let it linger and get it fixed. I'm a, I'm a bad person to talk about it because I am not on antidepressants. I should be. I know my doctors push it, but that's the one medication out of all the medications in the world that I've taken so far where I've had any type of reaction to it. Uh, I got other means to deal with it, but yeah, eventually I know I will have to get on some type of antidepressants down the road here. Now let's get into some anxiety. A persistent state of worry or fear is significantly more common in people with MS than it is in the general public. Generalized anxiety disorder, which is defined as a state of persistent and excessive worry about two or more areas of life. There is also an increased incident in panic attack disorder and obsessive compulsive disorder among people with multiple sclerosis. If you feel worried, afraid, or panicky, and these feelings are interfering with your daily life, speak to your doctor about anxiety disorder. Disorders. 
Anxiety also tends to appear more frequently in people with MS who experience depression. Untreated anxiety can also lead to or worsen other mental and physical conditions, such as substance abuse, insomnia, digestive or bowel problems, headaches, fatigue, chronic pain, and suicidal thoughts. In severe cases, it can lead to social isolation, problems functioning at work or school, and decreased quality of life. Sadly, anxiety is underdiagnosed and undertreated in MS. If you are experiencing the symptoms of anxiety, it's important to be evaluated by a knowledgeable professional. Same with everything. Anything you hear or think about doing, see your doctor first, talk it over with them, make sure it's all good to go. Don't take my word for any of this crap. I'm just reading stuff and talking about it. Symptoms of anxiety are feeling nervous, restless, or tense. Having a sense of impending danger, panic, or doom. Having an increased heart rate. Breathing rapidly, hyperventilation. Sweating, trembling, feeling weak or tired. Trouble concentrating or thinking about anything other than the present worry. Having trouble sleeping. Experiencing gastrointestinal problems. Having difficulty controlling worry. And having the urge to avoid things that trigger anxiety. Take those into consideration. Um, I pretty much, I have all these, <laughs> probably all these damn symptoms. So everything I read just all clicks back to things I've dealt with. Yeah. The risk of suicide among the MS population is, is at least twice that of the general population. The risk of suicide is highest in the first few years after diagnosis. That's like when I first got diagnosis, I think I may have mentioned it before, but one of my first first thoughts was if I stick my head in a duffel bag and blow my brains out, will all the brain matter stay in the duffel bag and not get all over the room for <laughs> anybody else to have to deal with? I don't know why that was a thought that went through my head, but that was the first thought that went through my head as a neurologist. Right after the neurologist told me, you have MS and you need to start researching stuff. <laughs> first thing I'm going to do is go home and research whether or not brain matter will explode out of a duffel bag if I use a shotgun and blow my brain. Uh, yeah. The suicidal thoughts are a common thing in my brain. Thankfully, yeah, the wife, as long as she's around, nothing's going to happen. <laughs> Hopefully. While women with MS are more likely to suffer from depression and or anxiety, men with MS are more likely to commit suicide. Lack of social support, which may disproportionately affect men. Whatever the cause, suicidal thinking is a symptom that can be treated with medita- medication or counseling. You can begin to want to live. 
If you are experiencing suicidal thoughts, seek immediately immediate assistance from a mental health provider or call the National Suicide Prevention Line Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK. 1-800-273-8255. Don't fool around with it. It's not something to play with. If you have constant serious thoughts, give them a call. Talk to a professional. Work things out. We don't know what the hell's going to happen after we pass away. So might as well enjoy what we got here right now and deal with this crap because it might even be crappier on the next side. <laughs> Who knows? Hmm. MS patients exhibited foolish laughter for no cause and sometimes, on the contrary, to melt into tears for no reason. This disconnect between feelings and emotional expression is known as pseudobulbar effect. But I remember, even when I was a child, one time, I can't remember what it was. I think it was just a regular mass, but we were sitting in church, and I had I broke out into a laugh, laughing fit that I could not stop. God, these telemarketers are just on it today. <laughs> and they're using all our local phone numbers. So, uh, I'm just going to let it ring out because I ain't picking it up and dealing with them. But I do have a few doctor appointments I'm waiting, waiting to hear from. Not yet. Do Balbar effect is a nervous system disorder that is characterized by uncontrolled crying or laughing that is disproportionate or inappropriate in the social context or is not linked to the correct emotion. For example, a person with PBA may find themselves crying during a comedy show or laughing at a tragedy on the news or something mildly fun funny or mildly sad may unleash an uncontrollable torrent of laughter or tears. While the disease mechanisms are poorly understood, it is accepted that the source of the condition is injury to the neurological pathways that control emotional expression. Symptoms of this condition can be a source of embarrassment, social isolation, anxiety, and depression, and can take a toll on your quality of life. Recording crying and laughing episodes in a journal can help you in discussions with your health care provider. So that's a good thing to do. I mean, our, every one of us should have a journal, period. Keep track of everything that you go through that's different, new, ongoing, whatever. Something you might want to talk to your doctor about or whatever. This way you have the stuff in, in your hand. You can take it with you to your doctor appointment. You can talk to your Healthcare professional right there about it. Symptoms of PBA are frequent uncontrolled outbursts of laughing or crying. Laughing or crying that does not match the emotion you are feeling. Laughing or crying that goes on for longer than the emotional stimulus merits. For example, when something mildly funny causes you to laugh for a very long time. 
frequent crying where your mood returns to normal in between bouts as opposed to depression where sadness persists. I had I dealt with that a lot, but I in my younger days I don't it's been a while since I've had a deal with it lately. MS can cause unexpected changes to behavior and mood, sometimes in ways so fundamental that they can be said to change a person's personality or character. Personality changes caused by MS can have a major effect on the lives of those who experience them. Oftentimes, the person experiencing the personality change may be unaware of their mood or behavior is altered. Family and friends are more likely to observe the difference but may not understand that the alteration is caused by MS. Personality changes may include the following. Rapid mood swings. Person experiencing mood swings or emotional lability may have exaggerated emotional responses. They may laugh, cry, or become angry very quickly. But unlike pseudo-Balbar effect, these emotional outbursts are typically related to what is going on in the moment. Irritability and anger. A person may become easily irritated or lose their temper. Someone formerly mild-tempered may develop a short fuse. A person who rarely raised their voice may start yelling with little provocation. Blunted emotions. A person with blunted or weakened emotions may experience their feelings with less intensity than before or in acute cases, find themselves unable to summon any emotional response. Euphoria. A person experiencing euphoria is unrealistically positive. They are unable to be disturbed by anything distressing, even when it should cause them reasonable concern. Euphoria may cause a person to overestimate their own abilities dismiss important issues, or respond inappropriately, inappropriately to problems. Can't wait to get my teeth fixed. It has been really hard trying to talk these past couple months and try and get things to come out as good as possible, but thankfully I'm lucky, lucky enough to be able to do it as well as I can, but I could be wrong. I am listening to some of these episodes, so I have been paying attention to see how bad it gets. Disinhibited behavior. Appropriate inhibitions help us restrain ourselves, particularly in interactions with others. A person experiencing a loss of inhibitions may lose the ability to restrain their impulses. This might be an issue with verbal disinhibition. Talking too much, interrupting, saying rude things, sexual disinhibition, which is losing one's own sexual boundaries or ignoring the boundaries of others, or general problems with impulse control. 
Like I'm, I've gotten way better. Uh, the groups that I'm doing podcasts with now have no concept of what I was like in my younger days. But yeah, I, I usually if something irritated me or sounded wrong or whatever. I'd usually just give my opinion instantly and I've been learning to try and back up a little and not go off and it's uh, there's too many sensitive people out there in the world and I say something just seems like normal common speech coming out of my mouth and they take it a whole complete 180 and a whole different direction and make it just blow it way out of proportion so Try to keep my mouth shut. Try to be less with things that I used to speak about and deal with. But who knows? I think I'm getting better. But people that are new to me think it's my normal aspect. Probably don't know my past. They don't know how much change I've put into things. (laughs) Not easy being nice all the time. Lack of initiative. While a lack of initiative can be a symptom of depression, it can also occur on its own. When a person is experiencing lack of initiative, they may lose the ability to self-motivate. Once they are prompted to begin something, they may have no problem completing the task, but they cannot begin without prompting. This can cause loved ones to mistakenly assume the person is being lazy. Lack of insight. A person affected by lack of insight may lose the ability to judge the consequences of their action or to understand how their words or actions affect others. Lack of insight frequently appears with other personality changes, leaving people unaware of how these behavioral changes are affecting their lives and relationships. Personality changes can have profound effects. They can damage relationships, interfere with work or school, and impair social functioning. If a person is not aware that personality changes can be a direct result of a lesion in our brain, they may blame themselves or question their own motives if they find themselves behaving uncharacteristically. If family members are not aware, they may become angry or or hurt by behaviors that are out of their loved one's control. Knowing knowing MS can cause personality changes is therefore the first step in preventing their damaging effects. Listen to your loved ones. If they say stuff like you say, seem angry all the time or whatever, uh, just listen to your people that you're around all the time. Hopefully they're smart enough to understand that you're going you have a neurological disease which is basically your brain being damaged and you're trying your best to be sensibly sociable but you have your own opinions you gotta get things out and granted i'm never smiling hardly when i speak but except for when i'm on camera for some reason i smile more but I don't know why that's so different. 
guess I'm putting a false front on for the video members so they don't see the actual way I am. I don't know. Who knows? But when it comes to MS and personality changes, it's important to listen to your loved ones. If they see a change in your behavior or mood, family and friends are often the first ones to notice MS-related personality changes and sometimes the same lesions lesions that are causing the problem leave the person with MS unable to recognize the change themselves. Uh, bipolar disorder is another thing. It runs in my family. Uh, I know I'm bipolar. Studies show the prevalence of bipolar disorder is roughly doubled in people with MS compared to the general population. Bipolar disorder, formerly known as manic depression, is a condition that involves significant shifts in mood, energy levels, and behavior. People having a manic episode may feel very up, high, elated, or irritable, or touchy. And people having a depressive episode may feel very sad, down, empty, worried, or hopeless. The manic episode people may feel jumpy or wired, whereas the depressive episode people may feel slowed down or restless. The manic people may have a decreased need for sleep, whereas the depressed people may have trouble falling asleep, wake up too early, or sleep too much. The manic episode people have a may have a loss of appetite, whereas the depressive people may increase have an ex, experience an increased in increased appetite and weight gain. The manic episode people talk very fast about a lot of different things, whereas depressive people will talk very slowly and feel like they have nothing to say or and forget a lot. Uh, manic people may feel like their thoughts are racing, whereas the depressive people may have trouble concentrating or making decisions. The manic people may think they can do a lot of things at once, whereas the depressed people may feel unable to do even the simplest things. The manic people may do risky things that show poor judgment, such as eat and drink excessively, spend or give away a lot of money, or have Reckless sex, whereas the depressed people may have little interest in almost all activities, a decreased or absent sex drive, or an inability to experience pleasure, which is called anhedonia. Manic people may feel like they are unusually important, talented, or powerful, whereas depressed people may feel hopeless or worthless and think about death or suicide. So, consider some of those things with your MS and any episodes you have, and check those out. And this with, oh, let's go with some old, an old joke. 
back in the day. <laughs> okay. There's this, a dairy worker. He took his gal on a bike ride to a hockey game one day. But on the way back, the weather got cold. When they got home, he she hugged him and whispered in his ear, I'd love to warm up with you in a big tub of warm milk. That's what they do in my country, she says. Surprised, young Anthony replies, pasteurized? She says, no, silly, just up to my chin. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it for today. I'm going to have to do a second episode to get through the rest of this MS Awareness Month stuff that I was researching. So I'm going to throw another episode out there. Just do a back-to-back MS deep dives these next couple days. So. Talk to you again soon. Be good to yourself. Be good to everybody else. Keep the shit out of the monster. Don't let them bring you down. Don't let them control your life. And we will get back to you hopefully soon.